Coming up on Locked on NBA, some of the best records in the NBA had the night off last night, so everyone else had a chance to gain ground or get back on track with a win. Our Locked on NBA hosts are in with everything you need to know from around basketball last night on Locked on Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. You are listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories around the hardwood. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from Wednesday night. LaMelo Ball made a statement with his career night, but it wasn't enough to beat the Greek freak in Milwaukee in our biggest game. The Biggest Game. LaMelo Ball put up a standout performance in Milwaukee last night. The Hornets star scored 36 points and the game tying three as time wound down. But unfortunately, that three and the rest of his three dozen couldn't close the door on the Bucks. Locked on Hornets is still very excited, however, about its young superstar. Well, it was a good news, bad news kind of game for the Charlotte Hornets who were in Milwaukee to take on the boiling hot Bucks. Good news is that the Charlotte Hornets have a bona fide superstar in the making in LaMelo Ball who got to show off his clutch gene in this one. 36 points, that's a career high. Eight three-pointers made, that's a career high, but none bigger than the three-pointer that he made falling out of bounds with just a few seconds left in this one to tie the game at 125. A truly incredible shot from a truly incredible player. Now for the bad news, Giannis Antetokounmpo, a pretty good player in his own right, follows that play up with a layup that puts the Bucks ahead 127-125, and a Miles Bridges heave goes just begging. Rims in and out. Hornets lose their third straight game. Uh, they won't play again until Sunday against the Hawks in Atlanta. For more on this game, lots, lots more to talk about. Make sure you're checking out the Locked on Hornets podcast with myself, and Walker Mail. The Boston Celtics and Philadelphia 76ers have played in some grinded out games the past few years, and yesterday was no exception. Neither offense got going as indicated by the final score, which our Locked On Celtics host tells you and breaks down for all of us. John Corral is here at the TD Garden after the Boston Celtics 88-87 win over the Philadelphia 76ers. All of the seats are being pulled out. Hockey is being set up because the Celtics are about to go on a West Coast trip, and they're doing it with a win on their first game of a very difficult December schedule. Joel Embiid was definitely not himself. It was very clear that he was impacted by COVID. I saw him warming up before the game, and he had his hands on his knees just after the warm-ups. So you could tell that he was going to be low energy in this game, and that just carried through the entire game. So the Celtics really benefited from him being slowed down from his COVID recovery. Every shot that he took was a jumper. Uh, they barely took advantage of that, though. It was a tough slog. There was an opening run where the Celtics looked great, and then the Sixers answered it, and it was just a mud fight from there. So at the end, though, the defense clamped down. The ball movement that we've seen from the Celtics in some recent games was, was kind of non-existent. The defense was up and down, but in the last few minutes of the game, they clamped down, they got a big block in the last possession from Robert Williams, and the Celtics get an ugly win after the game. Emi Odoka said, I'm not going to apologize for winning a game this ugly. It happens. 
I'm going to talk about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. The Atlanta Hawks started out hot against the Pacers in Indiana on Wednesday and held off the comeback down the stretch to secure a three-point win. Our Locked On Hawks host tells us how Atlanta snuck out of Indiana with a win. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Rowland, and Atlanta Hawks go on the road to Indianapolis to get a three-point win. I would say they escaped with this victory. Didn't play a perfect game by any stretch, but the first half was awesome offensively. The Hawks putting it together in impressive fashion with their best shooting half of the entire campaign. The third quarter, not quite as good on either end of the floor, but down the stretch, the Hawks made enough plays to hold on and get this victory. Uh, Kevin Hurd with a nice defensive play in the closing seconds to stop Chris Duarte in transition, and then the pitcher actually had a long-distance shot in the air to tie the game at the buzzer that went begging off the rim and the Hawks escape with the win. From here, the Hawks come home to play the Sixers on Friday evening in a pretty interesting contest between two rivals, as you would say, at this point in time. But the Hawks get a uh, road win this year, and honestly, those have been few and far between. So a nice night at the office for Atlanta, particularly with the injuries that they're battling on the wing right now. We'll have more coverage of this game and much, much more on the Lots on Hawks podcast. The Pacers lost another game that went down to the wire, and Indiana fans have already had to deal with a weirdly high number of close losses to start the season, as Locked On Pacers explains. Stop me if you've heard this one before. The Pacers lose a close game. They fall this time to the Atlanta Hawks 114 to 111, meaning the Pacers have now lost eight times this season by four points or less in a game, already more than they did all of last season in close games. Just they were so close. They were down one at the end. They had a fast break opportunity. Chris Duarte just short on a layup with some contact. And nothing called. The Hawks end up hitting two free throws and winning 114-111. It's just the same story for the Pacers. They play pretty well for a lot of the game and have one or two really crummy stretches. And they can't make up for those stretches. They actually had decent balance tonight. Guys played pretty well. Two guys in double digits are in over 20 points. And Brogdon at 27 and Sabonis at 22. But just not enough to beat this Hawks team. Trey Young was very good once again. Um with 33 points and 10 assists and 8 rebounds. He almost had a triple-double, but the Pacers still had a chance at the end to win it, and they couldn't quite pull it off. It's just been the story of their season. We'll break it all down and these close games on tomorrow's Locked On Pacers podcast. Coming up next, the Cavs won in Miami for the first time in a long time, and the Mavericks wrecked the Pelicans in New Orleans. This is Locked On Now NBA. This holiday season, why don't you guys grab a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar? Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You have to get a Built Bar, you guys. They are delicious and they are healthy. They give you the extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, you have a snack with Built Bar and you need to have one with you at all times. It is going to just be your little extra something or it's going to keep you going. Throw one in your jacket or your purse. You never know when you're going to need it. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor, you guys, too. There are so many different ones. They'll fight for it. And these things could get out of hand. So because it's the season of peace and love, don't bring your favorite Bilt Bar at family parties. But are you friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw in a few Bilt Bars in those stockings. With so many flavors, they make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. You want to cozy up with something warm. Also, this is a holiday secret here, you guys. Dip your Bilt Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Bilt Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Bilt Bar to go with it. But make sure you have a couple napkins on hand because these things will get messy, like I said. All chocolate. 
Like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, well, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, they're fluffy, and they're marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm Kim Becker, and the Dallas Mavericks scored a ton of points yesterday. The output more than beat the Pelicans and earned our best performance of the evening. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Luka Doncic came out on fire for the Dallas Mavericks, and the rest of the team followed suit against the New Orleans Pelicans last night. Dallas finished the night with 139 points, which is a lot of scoring for our Locked On Mavs host to tell you about. The Dallas Mavericks take down the New Orleans Pelicans. Luka Doncic sets the tone. Nick Engstead from the Lockdown Mavericks podcast here. The Dallas Mavericks coming off their worst loss of the season against the Cleveland Cavaliers at home. Needed a bounce back win. And it was too bad for the New Orleans Pelicans that it happened on this night to them. Luka comes out in the first quarter. 18.6 assists in the first quarter. The Mavericks had a 41-23 lead right there and basically never looked back. The Mavericks were hitting shots. They were finally hitting their open threes. The Mavericks 18 of 34. 53% from, from three, an incredible rate. They also shot 68.7% from the field, almost 70%, almost a record-breaking night for the Dallas Mavericks. But it was Luka Doncic coming out, being aggressive, trying to, to score, hitting his threes, hitting his inside shots, all kinds of things. Luka came out and said, we're not losing like that again. And he put the team on his back, an incredible move. Jason Kidd also changed the starting lineup, moved Reggie Bullock back in the starting lineup. Dwight Powell back in the starting lineup. Tim Hardaway to the bench. Lots to unpack there. We'll break it all down on tonight's Lockdown Mavs. Let's go around the league. The Orlando Magic beat the Denver Nuggets yesterday and snapped a seven-game losing streak by doing so. Our Lockdown Magic host says Orlando used its strength on defense to shut down the Nuggets. The losing streak is over for the Orlando Magic as they defeat the Denver Nuggets 108-103, to erasing a 16-point first-half deficit and coming from behind with clutch plays once again down the stretch. The, th the fact of the matter is with this Orlando Magic team, as long as they have Cole Anthony, as long as they have some healthy bodies, if they're in a tight game in the fourth quarter, it's really a coin toss. They have every chance of win winning it, and they have guys that are going to step up and make plays. Tonight, it was Cole Anthony, his first game back after spraining his ankle seven games ago. Uh, he missed the last six games. Really poured in a triple-double with 24 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. Made some big plays throughout the entire second half to get the Magic back into the game and then to get them the win. Franz Wagner hit a step-back three-pointer, showing a lot of poise down the stretch with the ball in his hands. The rookie, just always in the right place, made big plays to make sure the Magic got the three-point win, or got the five-point win, got the three-point lead, then got the five-point win. And Wendell Carter, yeah, it's not going to show up in the box score, he stonewalled Nikola Jokic. He played man-to-man -man with the MVP. But really the key to this game was how the Magic changed their defense in the second half. They played with a lot more energy, a lot more aggression, a lot more discipline. And for a young team that wants to be about its defense and about its defensive pressure, that was always the catalyst for them to get back into this game. This is not a team that's going to shoot very well. They were not good from beyond the arc. They really struggled with their three-pointers. But they can compete with anyone if they defend well. And that's exactly what they did to beat the Denver Nuggets. We'll have more on Locked On Magic coming up in a little bit. We'll see you then. The Cleveland Cavaliers won in Miami yesterday for the first time since before LeBron left the Cavs for the Heat. Whoa. Locked on Cavs had that fun fact and plenty more to say about a big win. 
Hey, Chris Manning here for the Locked On Cavs podcast. After the Cavs just beat the Heat 111 to 85 on Wednesday night, this marks Cleveland's first win in Miami since January of 2010. The Cavs at that time had LeBron James, a little long guy named LeBron James, had completely different rosters, completely different era with different uniforms. And it seems like this is maybe the continuation of a new era for the Cavs with Evan Mobley, with Darius Garland having a leap year, with Jared Allen, with Ricky Rubio. This team went into Miami, got out ahead early, took a punch in the second quarter, and ended up winning this game by double digits and really were in control from, from coast to coast. This wasn't a Miami team that had Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo available due to injury, but the Cavs went into South Beach and handled business like an actual good team does. Again, it's not a full-strength Heat team, a Heat team that could make a real finals run, but nonetheless, this is one of the more impressive wins of the Cavs season, and check your notebooks in history. The Cavs just won in South Beach for the first time in a decade. The last time the Cavs won in South Beach, Evan Mobley was 10 years old. Just think about that one for a second. For more, check out Locked On Cavs wherever you get your podcasts. That's a wrap for us. Thanks so much for making Locked On now your first listen every weekday. For more on the association and your team, make the second listen Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now. Locked On your team every day.